0: The following is a production of
1: DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
2: about them Cowboys? Yes! Go, Cowboys!
1: This, 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 this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First
3: down. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it
2: into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Standback, Patrick Walker, And Kyle Yeomans.
1: playoff victory Tuesday from the star in Frisco in the SWBC studios. This is Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company as we break down the Cowboys moving on to the divisional round with a 31-14 thrashing of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Welcome in everybody. Glad you're with us. Alongside Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey-Walker. I'm Kyle Yeomans. We've got Chris Beam in the back gentlemen how we doing fantastic i'm doing swell kyle doing great doing great i'm doing great oh, okay. how about that tony the tiger in here <laughs> okay fine. because you nailed it the cowboys he did I, nail it i did nail it i put it on twitter i'm done bragging because i want to brag about the team Woo! i want to mm-hmm. brag about what they did that in matter. tampa bay mm-hmm. that team went out and did what they absolutely needed to Oh yeah. And they got the job done. Now, it had some ups, it had some downs. There are improvements still to be made, which is encouraging because going into San Francisco, you're gonna need to make some improvements. Mm-hmm. However, we can rest on this one because this was what that 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 Cowboys team that we had been hoping and
3: praying to mm, see the H word finally found it, Isaiah. They did. They did, and we we had nothing but hope to go off of coming into this game because we know Based upon history this year, they play down to down teams and they play up for up teams. And we were hoping that being the playoffs, you're going to be playing an up team. No matter who they are, there's going to be a team that's on the up. No so doubt. history stated, as No C would say, that they were going to be trending in the playing well category, right? And in that direction. And they did that. They showed up, they played well. I think this is one of their better victories of the year, if not the best victory of the year, because of the the turn of of the tide in terms of how they went about it i think that this team was more prepared than they've been all year long and that's the way it should have been offensively obviously they were more prepared they were making great decisions offensively they were running the ball that the passing game was 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 pristine Dax decision making was on point he utilized his legs to move the chains he was smart with the ball defensively, these guys, you know, Al Harris, Dan Quinn, the rest of Joe Wade Jr., all these guys allow these defensive backs to come up, like we talked about, Mm -hmm. and bless these receivers of Tampa Bay by putting (laughs) their hands on them. We said that you can't play off, right? There's a couple times in the game where you saw they played off and they took the easy ones. They got the easy completions. But when our defensive backs came up, Mm -hmm. and they put them hands on them chests. Poundtown. That's right. They went to pound town, okay? So they did a great job of getting up there, and because of that, it disrupted Tom's timing. It disrupted Mike Evans. It disrupted Godwin. All those guys that were going to play huge integral roles in terms of their potential success, it disrupted their ability to get off the ball, and we said that's what was needed to give our defensive front an opportunity to get home and cause havoc in the backfield. They did so collectively. Amazing job by all the players, but I want to give a big kudos out to the offensive and defensive staff for preparing these guys mm. for this game. We, we'll get to the, uh, the special team concern Yeah, I, I you see on. I didn't address yeah, that. No, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that later <laughs> on. It was a two-phase game.
0: <laughs> right, because right now let's, let's focus on what the Cowboys did well, and, and damn it, there was so much of it. Mm-hmm. right? We talked about resiliency going into this game, and I, I know Isaiah hates the word hope, but like I said, it wasn't blind hope. There was evidence to support it. Cowboys still have not lost two games in a row. That is quite telling of what this team is capable of. And we said ahead of last week, yes, one of the problems uh, was that they play down to competition. But this is the playoffs. So theoretically speaking, there's no competition to play down to because even if you look at the Buccaneers record, you say, okay, well, that's not a good team, but it's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady being 7-0 against your franchise. So that was one of your boogeymen. The other boogeyman boogeyman didn't make it into the playoffs. But this was one of your boogeymen. So I was sitting there on the the flight wrapping up some articles, and I started thinking, Kyle's going to ask me, what's my my big takeaway? I had one, two, three, four, and all of a sudden I had a list. Oh. So let's talk— Here's my list, ladies and gentlemen, of this takeaways list. From, from the Cowboys' obliteration. Because that 31-14 didn't tell the whole story. Yep. Defeat Brady for the first time. Check. Boom. Do it in the playoffs. Mm. Check. Do it on the road for the first time since the early 90s. Check. Set a quarterback franchise record in doing it. Check. After playing one of his worst games ever. Check. Check. Stout pass defense against a stable of wide receivers. Check. Stout run defense, including screens, bubbles, and flats. Check. They did it on grass for those that were concerned about that. Check. For those that are superstitious, they did it in the Navy jerseys as well. Check. Put all the Mike McCarthy hot seat talk to bed with this victory, especially in the fashion in which it happened. Check. Still unsatisfied in the locker room after the game. Mm. Check. The list goes on and on, but Kyle, Isaiah, I haven't seen that many checks since I walked out of the Nike outlet store. Okay. <laughs> the Cowboys were firing on all cylinders. First two offensive possessions, slow start. Mm-hmm. But what happened? The Cowboys' defense, Micah Parsons, disruptions. They were getting back there. They were making Tom Brady uncomfortable. They were doing what I w- was hoping they would do, which was force fourth, fourth, third and longs so that you can use your pass rush to really, as Isaiah so eloquently said, bless Tom Brady with some contact. Get your hands on him. Get in his personal space. Frustrate him. Fluster him. And disrupt the routes and the timing on the receivers. What was one of my main keys? It was you can't Fool Tom Brady, you're not going to s- beat him in a cerebral compassion a compa- uh, capacity. Yeah. Compartment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. I'm excited. Let's go. You're Patrick No Sleep Walker today. You had to get today. up you're there dead. and you had to disrupt his weapons, and you did that. That brought that bought enough time for Dak Prescott and that offense to mm. finally get rolling on their third possession going forward. And then you get the Jaron Curse. You you animal. You okay. J. Ron Curse with that interception in the end zone when the Cowboys were nursing a 6-0 lead and Tom Brady was staring, he was right there at the door. Yeah, he was. Everybody felt it. This is, this is when Tom Brady scores and now, oh, it's a game. And J. Ron Kirst, pow, give it back to Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott in the offense methodically walks the ball down for a touchdown. And then the game just started climbing away from there in the Cowboys' favor. Fan-freaking-tastic. Offense and the offensive coaches Kellen Moore called one hell of a game. Yeah, he did. Talk about those two fourth down plays. You know what? Mwah, mwah, mwah. (laughs) Chef kisses all around. I could go down the list, and the list is long. Kudos to everyone involved. Preparation was there. Execution was there. The moment was not too big. And resiliency, again, showed its face in Tampa.
1: It was impressive. It really was. And they, they jumped out. I agree with you completely. I think the turning point in that game was J. Ron Kurse. Yes. The interception in the end zone because you're up by seven. Tom Brady scores there six. At s- or excuse me, yeah, you're up by six. <laughs> Tom Brady scores there at seven to six. And then all of a sudden, you get the ball back. What do you do? It depends. But instead, like you said, gets it back, got the football, drive down, score. You're up two scores, boom. That thing was, it wasn't done at that point because it's never really done. Whenever number twelve is on the other side of the started football. To pull away though. But you started to pull away. You started to build confidence. You start you kept your foot on the gas from that point forward. I want to add another one to your your checkbox there. Let's do it. All the checks. All the checks. More for more from Nike. Cowboys as a wild card team in the last 25 seasons were 0-4. Last 25 years as a wild card team. That's not playing in the wild card round, that is as the wild card. They were 0-4. They Mm -hmm. lost in 2006 to the Seahawks, 0-3 to the Panthers, 99 to the Vikings. And then here in 2022, they got the win. Oh, yeah. And so they were able to to take that streak and throw it out the window as well. Tasty. What did we talk about last week? If Dak Prescott was going to win this game, Isaiah, Mm -hmm. you needed what? You needed no turnovers. And what happened in this game to (laughs) beat Tampa? And you also thought you might have needed a couple from your defense. You only got one, one. but it was a huge
3: one. one. Yeah, yeah. You, huge you, one. Yeah, you took advantage. I don't know what the heck Tom was doing on that one. I think he meant to throw it away and he just didn't get enough on it, but he did shy away from the throw at the same time. Mm. Either way, either way, Curse <laughs> was there to go ahead and pick him mm. off, and it was huge. It turned Obviously it turned things into Dallas's favor, um, and then from there they opened the gap. I mean, like, to your point, no, see, there was a lot of different parts of this game that Dallas just owned and it was necessary. It was necessary because you're facing, I don't care. I know there's a lot of people in Cowboys Nation right now that oh yeah, we killed him. And you did, absolutely, Dallas took care of business. No doubt. But there's those that's still that one hell of a team that you just beat. Yeah. That's a hell of a team you just beat. Yep. And if you allow that team any room, they would have they they had opportunity, yep. just like any other team that's very talented to to do some bad things to you. So you took that away from them. You took their power their power away from them. You 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 changed up your game plan and they executed the game plan. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you're reaping the benefits of it. Yeah. And you absolutely should be uh, elated right now. Um, to your part, every phase of this game was positive except for one. <laughs> we'll but we're not to even. That. We're gonna disre- yeah. we're gonna disregard that. Right? Today. We, we today. may hit it in the last. We may segment. hit it, but you know what? Maybe. Maybe. You know what? The, the elephant <laughs> in the room is the extra points. You know what? Yeah, we'll get to and that. Every, yeah, we'll get to that. But I, like, in reality, you still—that's one hell of a player too, and he's gonna—he he might win you a doggone ball game here, and has. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so. I'm, 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 I don't fault him at all. He had a rough night. Okay, He had a rough doggone night, but everybody else was there to say, hey, don't worry about it, we got your back. You and know that's what, what a team is about, right?
0: Isaiah said he he needed to see Dak Prescott ball. Yep. And, and I didn't disagree, but I kind of scaled it down a little bit and said I, I need to see a, a very good game from him. And I said that I expected that to happen. I expected him to bounce back. And Kyle asked me, he said, well, what, what would I classify as a really good game? Yep, I said 300 yards. I'd accept three and one as far as touchdowns. Maybe to one turnover. Rate. I think I said three and right? no, right?
1: You said zero, you
0: said maybe one. Dak Prescott, three hundred and five yards, bang, four touchdowns in the air, <laughs> none on the ground. So Facts. he took that one and turned <laughs> it in, and added it to the Two touchdown tally. <laughs> and he did what we had been begging for him to do all year: use them. Sonic, he used those legs. Yep. Oh yeah, he did he, it all game he, long. He went too. those. Le- oh my, kept God. kept the
1: defense off balance,
0: kept people guessing. That fourth and four RPO Ooh, keeper to the left, beautiful. Every, everybody in the building was staring at Zeke yeah and next thing you know there's Dak in the end zone celebrating
1: Isaiah you were we were talking in in game when that happened in in studio and you looked at me you thought that was a check with me that was a Dak decision what happens when that comes to the table
3: yeah so i'm not sure if it was so there's two different two different things there either it was called, keeper in the huddle. Which could have happened. Which could have happened. Or there was instincts when I was a quarterback a lot of times and we were in that same situation, my coach would call the run play and then he would literally tell me, right, and say he'll tell me in my ear, keep it. Like don't tell any of your teammates, like call the run play as, as it's called, call it in the huddle, let everybody go up to the line of scrimmage, let Mm -hmm. your running backs, your O-line, think they're coming downhill, and you just keep the ball. Mm -hmm. Not sure if that's what happened, but that does happen in certain situations whenever your your, your officer coordinator wants to ensure that they get the actual look and the action and the the energy of the actual run play and then – just creep out the back door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and kudos to,
0: to both yeah. on that particular play. Everybody did what they, need, they needed to do. Dak did what he needed to do. He sold it effectively. The offensive line sold it with their, their lean to the right. Uh, Zeke sold it with his hand with a fake handoff. But it was offensive coordinator Kellen Moore and head coach Mike McCarthy who both had the marbles, the marbles, fourth and one Porter in trigger. Tampa. You, and this was before – Maher's struggles yeah. for the most part. You could have kicked that field goal, taken the points, and nothing. said, okay, no, yeah. instead they said this is playoff football. We didn't come to play not to lose. We came to win. We came to send a message, message
1: sent, message received. Yeah, Signed, stamped, sealed, let's go. So for all of you all 22 Warriors out there, I know and there's a lot of them listening. Let us know if you think that was a, a – called run play for Dak Prescott or if you think that was just a, a nice <laughs> impromptu keeper. I think it was an impromptu keeper because Patrick said it very well just a second ago. The offensive line sold it. The running back sold it. Everybody sold it to the effectiveness that allowed Dak Prescott to just roll out and he was all alone. You know why I think they sold it? I think they all thought it was a run play. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think they all thought it was a run play yeah, and Dak just kept it and rolled
3: out. I think it was a called play. Personally, I think it was a call play. You think You're, they called it knowing I Dak think they was going to keep that. it? You know, you know why? My eyes go straight to Zeke. Because mm-hmm. whenever whenever it's a called run play and the quarterback just decides to keep it, whether his coach told him to or not, okay, I believe – remember that that they still can talk to Dak mm-hmm. up to, was it 15 seconds, 14 seconds, yeah, whatever it is, 15. okay, so they can still talk to him. He can call the run play and they can tell him in his ear keep it. Right? Huh? They can tell him that all day long. But when you look at Zeke – Zeke looked like that was a part of the the game because a lot of times, whenever that's called, the running backs reaching like, "Hey, man! Like, hey, hey, what you doing? Like, give me the ball!" you can see them like really reaching for
1: the ball. I don't know if Zeke would really react that way, though. I think Zeke, if anybody, when you think you're jumping up and down, no, no,
3: I'm saying when you think you're supposed to get the ball, there's like an instant reaction. Yeah, there's no ball in your arms. (laughs) You start reaching. (laughs) But I mean, either either way, it worked to the Dallas Cowboys' advantage. Yeah, it did. I'm I was on I'm on record saying that I didn't think that they were going to be able to get this W, okay, based upon the schemes and what they had been showing up to date. They made changes. Oh, yeah. If they would have sat back in coverage like they had been doing up to this point in the season, I don't think we'd be sitting up here talking about the same type of result. But they, they came up there, and, they, and that changed the dynamic of this whole scheme, at least defensively. So and you're I, saying the defense isn't simple?
1: Ooh. Oh, Ooh, I see the shade. Uh-oh. He didn't uh, have that conversation at the it, fishing hole. <laughs> uh, I want to hit that a little bit harder when we come back yeah. on the other side of the break because there were so many elements to this game where the Cowboys made adjustments. Yes. The Cowboys got better from Week 18 into the wild card round. But which one surprised you the most? Which element of the win was the most surprising from the Cowboys? Seeing, based off of the 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 examples that we had had and the sample size we had, that was the word I was looking for earlier in the season. We'll talk about it when we come back on the other side of the break.
3: When you build, you start with the foundation and home ownership is a foundation of a
0: stable future.
4: Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today.
2: Back to
1: Talkin' Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, just steps away from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters in the Star in Frisco, is the Star District, your destination for excellent dining, premier shopping, and exciting events. You can visit stardistrict.com for more information. Isaiah. We had pregame live out
3: there man, on the Tostitos
1: Championship Plaza last it night.
3: Was it was popping. saw Like a popping bag of Tostitos. It we sucked. was out there getting it in. Uh, I had a good time. I had the family out there. Yeah. The kiddos was out there. They was out there having a the ball. Um, it was a good time, man. All the fans that came out, we appreciate y'all. You know, we weren't the official – Watch party. Okay, we weren't the official watch party, but we still had a good amount of people that were out there hanging out with us. um, Did you see the amount of people
1: at the official
3: watch party? I think the number was eight
1: thousand. It was a lot.
0: They were deep, dude. It was. Shout out to Cowboys Nation. Showed up. and Showed out. Also, for those that showed up and showed out at Raymond James Stadium, there was a lot of blue in
1: those stands, Mm. and they were live. I said it to open our show yesterday. I said, on nights like tonight. Nights like last night, you cannot hide. From Cowboys Nation. You cannot do it. Whether you're in Tampa, you're in Frisco, you're in Arlington, you cannot hide. Cowboys Nation is everywhere, and they showed it again last night. Special thanks to all those that came out and spent some time with us up at the Titos Championship Plaza. I don't know where the watch party will be this week. I would anticipate it being back at AT&T Stadium, but I'll tell you one thing. I bet you either way, we're right back out there for pregame live on Sunday. That's right. Yeah, I bet you either way, we're going to be right back out there. So if you uh if you're in the area, keep that in mind. Right. All right. I teased this question on the other side of the break. I want to hear from you guys what was the most surprising part of the win, element of the win, based off of all of the lead in last week, what we had said going into the Monday yeah. night football matchup, which one surprised
3: you the most? Defensive line pressure. Really? For me. Defensive line pressure. I didn't believe based upon what we knew. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tampa Bay gets the ball out faster than anybody in the league. Okay? Yeah, they do. less than or oh, Just over 2% of their passes were actually sacks, right? Actual sacks. Based upon their offense that they run, okay? The routes at five and eight yards. We talked about it in pregame live. We talked about it in film room. We talked about it a whole week, right? Their offense was set up, screens, short passes, to get the ball out quick and be highly effective. Not allowing for more, for pass rushes majority of the time. Well, that changed, and you know, what what changed about it? Well, obviously, we, I'm talking about the defensive line and their ability to get home. Armstrong, great job. Osa, great job. Micah was a terror. Awesome. Fowler was was a madman. All those guys were. Everybody did one heck of a job. Wachas, all them cats were balling as a collective unit. Everybody won their matchups, but they had help. They had help on the outside, so I can't talk about the D-line without talking about the defensive backs. I already mentioned mm-hmm. them, but shout-out to Al Harris and them for, for allowing, giving those guys the confidence. Moving Israel Mukwamu from the safety position back to his true position – of cornerback and, quarterback, and, and came out there and made some freaking plays and went e Honda on them. Used them Dawson from Street Fighter I, arms. And, uh, mm, I think there was a tens? there was a podcast. There was, was a show at one point
1: that about that. earlier in the season said that not only would Israel Muquamu be open to that, but he mm-hmm. might be better in that position. And he, Didn't he have a quote that he welcomed it? He, he yeah. Was, I wonder who said that. I don't know. On the, on, on uh, something Cowboys. I just, I think it's it's chat chatting chatting cowboys. That's it. Jeez. so yes,
3: uh, I my biggest surprise with defensive line because I did not expect them to be able to have an effect on Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. I expect them to be able to try to get their hands up, get some screens knocked down. We saw some of that. Okay, yeah. that was my expectation. But actual pressures, I didn't see that coming. For me, it's 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 going back to what Isaiah was talking about
0: with defensive backs and schematically being tasked with pressing their man instead of dropping back and giving space pre-snap and zone looks and things like that they got up there and they put their hands on them so as much as much as we need to give roses to the defensive front because they just flat out deserve it. Like I already said, they flat out deserve it. But what made their job easier, and of course, one thing always complements the other. Absolutely. Uh, what made the job easier for the defensive line was the fact that the defensive backs were disrupting the timing and the routes by doing press coverage more so than you know spacing out. And that's something that the Cowboys ha- haven't routinely shown yes. this season. So they kind of sat on it. Until it mattered most, the postseason. They saddled it and Possum. said, you know what? Right. You know what? Maybe, maybe we do trust our cornerbacks more than we're letting on, but we're not going to show that just yet. And they showed it at the right time. Yep. And then you talk about a guy like Israel Mukwamu. Woo! This was the first game all season that they showed this type of faith in him to say, you know what? Nayshawn, his needle was pointing up. They said, we're going to sit Nayshawn They who's, sat him. Whose needle was pointing up. Healthy scratch. And is Iz- Israel, you're up. You Get talk about it. faith, trust, and having
3: a plan. That was clearly a plan.
1: Yeah, going that, was something, that was something they right? kept
3: under the radar. And when that came across, and we're sitting at the desk, all of us up front was like, what in the entire heck just Isaiah, happened? I'm, we, we're, we're, I'm referencing Nation Wright yeah. being inactive for the game. I'm like, "Bruh, this cat just had an interception where he baited <laughs> him in the cover two two weeks ago, huh? had one heck of a game. He's coming on strong, right? And then all of a sudden... Inactive? Listen, what's your game plan? I'm, I'm yeah, a...
1: you know what our, our next words were? were Xavier Rhodes, who, by the way, I thought played well. Yeah. When he, when in, he it, in the, the situation the game, he that he's in, I thought he played well. Yeah. And then our other name was Calvin Joseph because we were stumped. We had no idea that was coming. We had no idea that there was a oh, possibility we, 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 of we that. We forgot.
3: Right? I mean, we honestly forgot. Now We've talked about it on the show before, but they never utilized him They've as a cornerback. Right? They yeah. had never done it. Now, we all have sat here and said he's capable I, and willing facts and, facts. And, and it would be effective would because be of his size, affected. right? But but we've never seen it. So in our head, that's not even an option at this point, right? They haven't done it in the last seventeen rope games. Dope. Why would they do it? <laughs> they hit you with the last twenty four games. Yeah, hit you with the Roper dope. Yeah, hit you with the Roper dope. Sugar Ray. <laughs> but you know, uh. it, it,
0: what made it more magnificent <laughs> is they they looked at it from a matchup standpoint. Yes, they did, and that's why Israel got the nod over Nashan. They looked at it from a matchup standpoint and said, you know what? Even though Nashan's needle is pointing up, he's trending upward we believe that the better matchup against these weapons, against Julio and Mike, and, and there was a lot of work done on Mike by Trayvon, but uh, Diggs didn't travel the entire game with with, I mean, with Evan. So just how many teams wise, can perfect.
3: interchange 6-3 and 6-4 corners? Oh, it just feels good. Not many, to answer your question. Oh, yeah, we're we're going to sit one guy who's 6-3. We're going to bring in a
0: 6-4 guy. Handful, but I'll tell you what also helped. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's a couple.
0: But hey, Here's what
3: also helped. There's a lot there, and, and, and then what's your name is tall too. Rhodes is tall too. L v-, v E. That boy played e. yeah. very good. Yep, he was great. There.
0: Speaking of what's, and what's setting the bar, what's the, the name of that show that all seasons been telling Cowboys fans about uh, Leighton Vanderish and. How people need at, to... At some point, people are going to listen to us. Uh, sooner or later. At some point... Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it was said here time and again, the value of Leighton Van Der Resch to yep. this Cowboys defense is invaluable. He is having a Pro Bowl season, even without the Pro Bowl not. You saw what happened when he went down with injury with that pinched nerve in his shoulder, missed some games, run defense, took a step back. He's back in the game. Yeah. Big time stage against Tom Brady, and a passing attack, I, Iris, Iris and I lined up perfectly for you, ladies and gentlemen. I said the matchup for me to watch was LVE versus Fournette. Why? IRS teed it up. He said because Fournette is utilized more so in screens as a quasi-run. That's that's cool, more or less the run play rushing attack for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's what they tried to do, but LVE was everywhere. He was mm-hmm. sideline to yeah. sideline. He was north-south. He was east-west. Team-leading uh, tackler with nine And they all mattered. They were all effective. LVE's return, along with Hankins, who got a sack, a key sack, against Tom Brady, those two guys helped solidify and concrete a defense that just came out ready to eat. They came out ready to but eat. They, played, they were tired they of played
3: so physical. They were
0: tired of hearing how Tom Brady was seven and zero. Oh, and guess yeah. what, Kyle? What did I say all last week? I said I know they're tired of it. So keep saying it. Yeah. yeah. Every every did chance you,
3: did you see the, the DDT it. by by Anthony Barr? Oh Barr! Yes, he yeah. DDTed him. Yeah. Run it back in slow motion. We, we got to give him. a fi- point, We got to call that a finish. Listen handle. up. Somebody please Bar run that back and put a <laughs> WWE logo on it because that dude wrapped that dude up, yeah. jumped off his own feet. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> <laughs> crossface chicken. <wing. laughs> and it, got perfect up, like, plex. it was nothing. It was got the up. perfect plex. Yeah. Shout out to
0: Rob. <laughs> it was the perfect, hey, plex. Yeah, there you it was perfect place. Yeah, go. It's perfect plex. Cowboys defense went out there and they gave one more wrestling reference. They gave uh, Tom Brady the mandible claw.
3: Dono game. did a great Oof. job. Every, Dono was physical. Everybody
0: yeah. on defense. Yeah. Malik Hooker, obviously J. Ron. Curse J. Ron almost had two. Yeah. LVE almost had two interceptions. A couple went off of his uh, fingertips, including that the one that would have sealed the game. But the game my was well in hand. My with, pick
3: struggled. My pick struggled. What was your pick? Tyler Biotis. Mm-hmm. I was glad he was back. Look who we, we, knew, Look, we knew, you you knew. We, he we, we knew he was back. I was about yeah. to say. I, 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 know, I, you know, I know Kyle. Anytime Vita Vea on the I other know. side. Kyle, but, I mean, still still stands you true. You know who else he struggled? struggled. Uh, Ryan
0: Jensen. Yeah, he did. He wasn't himself either. And, and yeah. Tyler Biotis is coming back. Yeah. I say that to say it goes both ways. So you're right. Yeah, I think right. we're all right. I think we're all right right. What
1: are completely fine. I to going the deck again. I was, I was going to ask you that right here because, same thing, while we were out there at the, the Plaza and we were doing the show, we hear from Bill Jones, because we've got our phones on Do Not Disturb, we're not looking at anything, we hear from Bill Jones that Jason Peters is starting at left tackle. Uh, did you hear any reasoning on why that was happening now Peters did end up exiting Hopefully he's okay because you want him for the depth There's side of things. There. That's good. But why why Peters at left tackle instead of going back to what was working prior? Matchups. Oh, really? The Cowboys on both sides of the ball, they were
0: ready for some matchups. They knew that going against this defensive front in Tampa, you were going to have issues running the ball. Hell, you just saw them struggle against Washington to do it. Sure. So basically what the Cowboys did, they went into the lab over the course of the few days after or the several days after the Washington game, and they said, okay. And now you're going against Vita Vey and, and these guys. And Big uh, what dudes. can we do? We need, jumbo package. Yeah. we need a jumbo package. We haven't really used the jumbo with Big Mac as fullback, Connor McGovern as fullback for a large part of the season. Now's the time to start breaking everything out. Everything mm-hmm. has to be on the table in this game, right? And everything started to be on the table. The Cowboys. Primarily, we're looking at going back to the default: Tyler Beatish, Connor McGovern at left guard, Tyler Smith at left tackle. But I'm told over the course of practice, they started to kind of work out the rotation you saw start: Jason Peters yep. at left tackle, Tyler Smith at left guard, and Tyler Beatish, which freed up Connor McGovern to be fullback. And as you saw, it wasn't a novelty because when uh, Connor McGovern got into the game at several points, even just in the first half as they started to the score and kind of draw away, first time he, he registered as an eligible receiver, fullback, the play didn't go where it was supposed to go. Zeke ended up going to the right. Uh, I think he went to the left. Yes, he went to the left. McGovern went to the right. It wasn't really effective. But then on the next – package, jumbo package, it worked. On the third jumbo package, now if you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, guess what you did? You figured it was a run. So you brought a guy down. And if you go back and look at that play, that was a, a big gainer on a pass. That that the top bowls and the defense know in Tampa, just because Connor McGovern isn't at fullback doesn't mean this is a run. However, if it is a run, we got an extra blocker back here. Yeah. They kept they used Connor McGovern in that jumbo package to keep the
1: Buccaneers off balance all game. Fantastic scheme. What did you think about the move? I mean, it was just pure strength on strength, and without him in the game late, it looked like things may have went back to normal at
3: least for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I understood it once I got over the the initial you know, shock. The initial <laughs> shock. I, I got it. We were I, like, "Wait, what?" I mean, I I did it makes sense. Big on hint big
0: hint on Twitter, I did kind of drop
3: it. In. Big on big. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, but um, unfortunately, you know, Peters had to exit and. Great job of great job to, to the young fella. Just being flexible this year, yeah. man. Just being flexible and just... You haven't heard him complain. Nope. You haven't heard him moan. He balled out yesterday He too. did a great job. He got in there and yep. held his own against some mm-hmm. dudes that are much bigger than him. Just, Just kudos to him. Kudos to him. I don't think People understand how difficult it is for somebody to get moved around to various positions, I and mean, everybody's like, "Oh, it's just a, it's just a one spot over." It's different. This isn't Madden. Yeah, this is not Madden. The techniques different. Your 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 leverage is different. You know, everything's different. These guys are large humans that you were going against. So you are talking about Akeem Hicks? You know, six four, six five, three forty. You talking about Vita Vea? 6, 3, 6, 4, 350 pounds. I mean, these dudes move mountains. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you they think yeah, mountains. I mean. <laughs> These are mountain movers, you know? I mean, you can see it in Tyler Beattis. He was struggling. He was struggling. He was a little light in the butt, and it shows up when you play against guys like this. He was fighting, no disrespect. He was fighting, but you got Vita and he was just throwing him around like a little brother. You know, so, I mean, it shows when you have him line up on Tyler Beattis, and then you see him line up on Tyler Smith, and it's a totally different thing. Now they're wrestling, you know? You got one person getting tossed around. You got one guy wrestling with you, and it's like, okay, I see the difference here, young fella. I see you. And It's funny because
0: uh, I spoke about that on on Twitter. In game, there was one of the uh, member of Cowboys Nation tweeted me and asked if I noticed the difference between Vita Vea lining up over Tyler versus lining up over Connor. And again, no shade to Connor Con, uh, is Tyler. I'm sorry, no shade to Tyler Beatish. He came in. He's coming off a high ankle sprain, and he's asked to go against Vita Vea. But even a 100 percent healthy Tyler Beatish doesn't have the strength yeah. that Tyler Smith has. Now, Tyler Smith's strength is Vita Vea's – is equal to Vita Vea's strength. Vita just has the technique, Bass. right? So he's more refined. But as far as just locking up in a phone booth, Tyler Smith has that, – that one thing can negate the other. So then the only thing Vita can do to beat the young Tyler is use his technique and yeah. use his ability to get, try to get around him. But if it's straight, horns to horns – Tyler Smith is going to delete that part of Vita Vea, whereas Beatis can't delete that part of Vita Vea. So, you know, but kudos across the front, even when Jason Peters went out and they couldn't necessarily use the jumble packages anymore because now you need Connor at left guard and Tyler Pops back out the left tackle. At that point the game was well in hand. Yeah. Uh Tom Brady's stat line is being padded. Hashtag keep that energy. If you want to erroneously talk about Dak Prescott's numbers being garbage time, let's talk. Let's correctly talk about how one third at least of, Dak, of Tom Brady's numbers were just garbage time. Both of his touchdowns, you could argue, were garbage time because they came with the game well out of hand. Yeah, um, Cowboys just did the job. They did the job on every level. They did it schematically with the pregame planning. They did it in executing. They did it in in-game adjustments, top
1: to bottom, offense, defense. Fantastic job. Magnificent. It was phenomenal. And the matchup doesn't get easier. Nope. You got a short week ahead of you with a team that's got an extra day of rest. And you got to take on the San Francisco 49ers coming up on Sunday afternoon. Bring We're going to semi preview that. We're going to put this one behind us. We're going to turn the page to the divisional round. Heading into this next segment, we'll do so by giving out some helmet stickers, the ultimate prize from the Cowboys win in the wild card round, getting our helmet stickers from Talking Cowboys
2: when we come back after the break.
4: Go online at blackriflecoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's blackriflecoffee.com to fuel up today.
2: Little sweet, did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper is on its way. So sweet. You're Baby, there's nothing better I bet you've probably done something That deserves a Dr. Pepper Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is It's a non-fungible token Everyone's done something That deserves
4: a Dr. Pepper
1: back to talking cowboys back here on talking cowboys by the way the country music's party of the year is coming to ford center at the star in frisco the academy of country music awards are always bringing you country music's brightest stars together under one roof and no one does country Quite like Texas. Witness history on May 11th. Get your tickets right now at SeatGeek.com. They are going fast. Back here on the final segment, Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. Patrick, no sleep walker. What time did y'all get in this morning?
0: Uh, flight got in between
1: 3, 3.30. I probably dozed off around 5 yet, a.m. Cowboys Nation still has you here hey to, hey, to break it all down. Man of the people. Got Isaiah Stanback. Mm-hmm. Chris Beam. Chris Beam was also on that flight, by yes, the way. Yes, he was. Just so you guys know. Kyle Yeoman's wrapping things up. Time now to give our helmet stickers every week. The Cowboys get a win. It is our version of playing or players of the game. and They're scratching, sniff stickers. Done this the last couple years on Talking Cowboys. Patrick, we'll let you start things off. Who is your player of the game? We'll keep this real simple. This is going to Leighton Van Der Esch. Mm. Okay,
0: Leighton Van Der Esch came in after uh, missing several games on the back end of the season with that pinched nerve in the shoulder. Uh, He said, you know, a couple weeks ago he was ready to go, but he knew the Cowboys needed to rest him and keep him spry, and spry he was. Nine combined tackles key in helping shut down what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wanted to do both in the screen game and in the rushing attack. So LVE gets the lemon. But why does he get the lemon, you're asking? Well, the lemon isn't for him. It's by him. LVE has all of his haters real bitter Right now, real sour, especially those Cowboys haters who, all they're one and done. It's Tom Brady. He's going to dice up the defense. LVE said, uh, no, not today, not today, and maybe not ever again. The lemon goes to LVE because that's what he passed out yesterday to all of his doubters. And Cowboys doubters in general. Yep, you're bitter this morning, aren't you? Yeah. Bucking mm, mm. up your lips. Let's go. Oh,
1: keep that same energy, mm-hmm. right? Keep it. Uh I'm going to give mine to a man who had a career-high night. What? He had never had more receiving yards than he did last night. Now, unfortunately, he didn't hit the century mark, but it's okay. I'm going to let it slide because he had two tutties Mm -hmm. and he had them in big parts of the game. I'm going to give this blueberry cupcake to Dalton Schultz. Dalton? It was sweet watching him work last night. He was all over the field. Found his way open. On the second touchdown, more specifically, Dak Prescott having to roll out, having to avoid a little bit of pressure. What did Dalton Schultz do? Broke back inside on the same page with his quarterback, found an opening in the defense. Boom, touchdown. Cowboys had a multi-score lead. Wham, so, Thank you, I'm going to give that blueberry cupcake right, right oh, over yeah. there. Right over there. The yeah. icing on the cake was uh, was oh. Dalton Schultz. Who is Isaiah's?
3: Well, I'm going to grab this good old helmet right here. Mm-hmm. Y'all see this right here? What is that? That's There's a watermelon. You want to see me smash some fruit? Uh, you want to see me smash some fruit? That's what your man Dak Prescott did. He <laughs> said, you guys want to see me not throw interceptions? <laughs> he held him up there like this. He said, "Ah ha!" And he slapped that thing on there just like that. <laughs> Dak Prescott like that. had one heck of a game. He went ahead and conquered his issues of the past seven games having at least one mm-hmm. interception. Mm-hmm. Didn't turn it over and smash them doggone fruit all over dog on Tampa Bay it's cool because it's a tropical environment there. hold that one up oh, hold like that, that hold
1: that sticker up into tropical your camera real quick
3: you slapped that sticker on there like like
1: Dak was throwing it into a tight window there that's wasn't right. a whole lot of room in and between that right. cupcake right. and those Keyhole. peaches yeah. and you just went bang. Yeah, he- he right
3: over there. There. you, gotta, you, you
1: put it right there. in the middle there's he- not he even a wrinkle there. on that thing yeah uh, and I don't know if that one's gonna uh, fit buddy I don't know if that one's gonna get I don't know if that one's gonna make it on there all right let's look ahead real quick. It's a short week. Tomorrow, we're going to preview the Cowboys' defense versus the San Francisco offense, led by Brock Purdy and company. And then we'll flip the the matchup on Thursday. Purdy. All right. It's revenge time. Yes, it is. You had motivation going into yesterday Uh to beat Tom Brady, Mm -hmm. to beat Tampa Bay, because of what? Who did what to you last year?
3: San Francisco beat you in the wild card round.
1: But
0: not, but your, not even that, guys. On cow. your field.
3: On you, you, your field. But not even that. You had beef with T, with, with Tom Brady and, 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 and freaking Tampa Bay because week one mm-hmm. of the last two years. Mm-hmm. So you had your own beef. There was beef there. You had your own beef. I ain't talking about no impossible. I'm talking about beef, okay? See, mm-hmm. but usually whenever, you, whenever you've got
1: beef with another team like that, you don't hear about other teams. Yeah. You heard a lot about San Francisco. You heard a lot about last year. Heading into last week's matchup, but see, but I
3: didn't want them to use that motivation, Kyle. Huh? But they did. But they might have. They might have. I, I hope they that did. they no, internalized
0: everything is motivation. Everything yeah? is well,
3: motivation. But I need them all to digest this. I need them to go back and watch the film from last year. Mm. I want them to watch the celebration. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want them to watch all that. Yeah. Take all Coming that in. The boom now box. you ain't got to worry oh, about Tampa. Tampa. Tampa's yeah, not Tampa motivation. Done no, no, that's done. Yeah, no, no, just win. go back and watch them cats come out the tunnel last year. Yep, yeah. On your field. On your field, your field. In your tunnel. In your crib. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now you get to go in their tunnel. The same cast. their crib. They got a couple same, additions. Nah, a couple
4: same, additions.
3: Same cast. Same depot. Oh, yeah. Same IU. And they got Mr. Same 30. Kittle. You got a rookie quarterback in there, too. Yeah, damn. Miss Purdy.
1: It's going it's to get ugly for for Purdy. Yeah. This is uncomfortable for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what to say. Listen, this is the this is
0: the catharsis tour. I said it. I want it. Give it to me. You exercise your demon in Tom Brady. That is no longer a thing, and you did it in the postseason, and you did it on his field. Next question up, can you revenge or can you avenge what happened on your field against this 49ers team? If you can do that, you'll have a shot at possibly more revenge if the Giants cannot defeat the Philadelphia Eagles. But we'll worry about that down the road. Right now it's all about San Francisco in the Bay. Go out there, handle your business. And the Cowboys showed what I have said and what we have said for weeks now. The only team that can beat this Cowboy, this version of the Cowboys is the team that has the star on the helmet. They just need to
1: go prove it again. It's down to three. Don't let these moments slip. It was what? Three more. Demarcus Lawrence talked to you. About last – or he talked to us about last week and, and what he was saying that the message was in that locker room, don't waste these chances because you don't know, one, if you ever get a chance to get back into the playoffs. Indeed, no. You don't know, two, if you'll have a team that's good enough to compete and win games in the playoff. Mm-hmm. Now you've got a chance, a moment in time, where you can go on the road and embarrass the team that knocked you out last year. Mm-hmm. I think this is all the motivation you need. One down, three to go. Three more to go, and we're going to be here regardless to break it down for you here on Talking Cowboys. That does it for us here on a Victory Tuesday. Again, special thanks to Cowboys Nation, everybody that showed out yesterday at the Miller Lighthouse, at Tostitos Championship Plaza. Come through this week. At Raymond James Stadium. Come through again this week. We will be back tomorrow. Cowboys defense. San Francisco offense, Woo. who has the advantage mm. in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs? Going to the film, maybe. I'm going to the film. Film room's going to be heavy tonight. Woo. For Chris Beam, Isaiah Standback, Patrick no. C. Walker, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long from Talking Cowboys. We'll see you tomorrow. It's divisional round Woo. weekend. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com
2: and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
1: How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!